welcome back to the Teddy 31 podcast. Tonight, we have a very special guest, the trigger man, Alan Kaindik. Coach Allen is arguably one of the most decorated players in the PBA. Hello. He is uh, the 1987 Rookie of the Year, the 1990 Most Valuable Player, uh, a member of the PBA's 25 and 40 Greatest Players of All Time, a five-time member of the Philippine National Team, PBA Hall of Famer, uh, former head coach of uh, Hinebra, an author. Welcome, Coach Allen. Hi, good evening, Doc Ted. Great Thank to have you for having me. Sorry, <laughs> Coach, um, how have you been? Well, ito, uh, spending time with the family uh, while this lockdown is on. Medyo uh, na-enhance nga ang cooking skills ko eh. <laughs> but uh, it's more of bonding with the family. Uh, yun, uh, maganda naman ang Kahit paano, we're, we're safe and uh, healthy. So aside from cooking skills, have you ventured <laughs> out and learned anything else? Wala naman masyado. Uh, just uh, getting in touch with some friends, with uh, relatives, through phone or webcam. Uh, saka, ayun, basically, ano lang, uh, sa bahay na yung nanonood ng TV, Netflix, ganyan. Uh, Have you been catching up with the last the last dance? It's uh the last two yeah. uh, episodes uh, dropped uh, this afternoon. Yeah, after the Yeah, no, actually after this uh meeting, I'll get to watch it. <laughs> okay. I uh I'm sure you'll uh, have a lot to say after you see uh you know, when that was uh, when that was happening, you were you were still playing. You're... Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, I'm still playing. Uh, yeah. uh, that was uh, towards the end of my career. Because uh, I retired 1999 eh, officially, like, officially. So that's the ano, yun yung stage na Bulls is ano, reigning sa NBA. Right. Coach, uh, we're going we're gonna to go back in time, so to speak. Uh, I'm very curious. Uh, where did you learn uh, the game of basketball? Who who taught you the game? Well, actually, you could say my father influenced me to play basketball because he used to be a player in uh, the province namin, sa Payet de Laguna. And unfortunately, hindi naman siya nakapaglaro sa college at sa commercial. But uh, nakita ko sa kanya yung passion sa basketball. And siguro, doon na, na, ano na yun, na, na, na-influence na niya ako. And eventually, uh, nung high school, hanggang sa college, nag-tryout na ako, naging kalit ko na basketball. Coach, um, I, I ask this of all the great shooters that I get to talk to. Um, how, how did you learn how to shoot the, the, way, the, the way that you do with such proficiency? Well, I know. I really don't know kung talagang inborn, meron na ako yung inborn talent nandun na or yung genes namin nandun na. Kasi I remember my tatay is also a, a decent shooter. Uh, meron siyang medium range what, nung pinapanood ko siya nung lalabo siya sa province at saka at one point he played dun sa FIBA yung mga retired players before naka, uh, under the team ng customs. And asama niya sina Aloy Loisaga, Bonnie Carbonell. So, napanood ko sila noon. And nakakita ko talaga na ang tatay ko, eh, siguro, uh, uh, may, may shooting din. And baka na, na nakuha ko ron, na yung jeans. At saka at the same time, kasi elementary high school, I played center. So, I didn't know na shooter pala ako. So, basta ako, for me, ang importante is panalo uh, yung team, matulungan ko yung team na manalo. And uh, at one point nga, uh, I think when I was, ano, when I was uh, a rookie sa, sa UAAP sa UE, hindi ako nagamit o kaya nagamit ako minsan, hindi ako napapasahan. Nagkukomplain ako sa tatay ko. Tatay ko, naiinis ako. But sabi niya, eh, there's so many ways to score naman eh. Uh, hindi lang 
kailangan nasa yung bola, you have to find your ways. Kasi nga, I played center nung mga few years, eh, nung early years ko eh. So, uh, tinuruan niya ako ng mga positioning, flashing to the ball, o kaya uh, offensive rebound, ganyan. Tapos yung post, marunong din ako. And yun nga, nung mag-college na ako, doon ko pinag-aralan yung facing the basket na mga medium range shot. Kasi wala pa, wala pa naman three-point shot noon eh. Uh, 1984 siya nang na-introduce. So, slowly, uh, practice mabuti, focus and ayun nga, hanggang sa nakilala na ako na shooter. But I guess, siguro, andun din yung mentality ko ng pagka-scorer. Uh, siguro, that's one thing na nakapag-angat uh, sa, ano ko, sa status in terms of uh, yung performance ko naging consistent. Kasi nga, I, I see to it na talagang makakontribute ako sa, sa team. Uh, you know, uh, kasi nakapasok sa mind ko, that's my role. Eh. You're a scorer, you're a shooter. If you're open, you take the shot. Uh, your teammates will set you up. The point guard will uh, give you the nice pass. Tapos yung mga big man niya will set a pick for you. So, parang don't let them down. Uh, parang yun yung mentality ko nung, nung, ano, nung naglalaro ako sa, sa college, sa UE na every time I go in sa game, eh, kailangan prepared ako na talagang that this is my role. Eh. Kasi kung hindi ko isi-shoot yun o hindi ko hindi ako makaka-score, makaka-score ng points, I'm useless inside the portfolio. Parang gano'n. Um, a lot has been spoken about your shooting, but uh, you're one of the players that I know that's been able to mix it up inside with a good post-game as well. Um, what was your favorite go-to move in the post? After a switch and you end up in the block. It depends on the defense. Eh. Sometimes they're overplaying his uh, right side. But but I normally post on the, if you're facing the basket, on the right side of the post. So I'm lefty, so it's towards the middle every time. So every pagka-denoble ka naman, because before there's a, a, a illegal defense, so you can go around the, your man. So pagka-denoble ka, you have the space to turn to the baseline. So, yun yung parang ano pa pag sa post. Um, coach, I'm going to take you back to uh, November 2, 1989. That's, uh, that's, that's the day that uh, you broke uh, Danny Florencia's and Bog Ardonado's record of 64 points. You hit 68. A record, their, their point total stood for about 12 years before you hit. Uh, and in that game, uh, I did some research. I, I didn't get to see that game, but uh, uh, you hit 15 threes in that game. And uh, I'm curious, uh, could you share with us your thought process entering that game? When, no, for, during, when did you realize that uh, it was, it was going to be a special game? Well, actually, uh, alam mo, nung nag-uumpisa ako sa PBA, I have this tendency of uh, looking at the annual book, you know. So I'm aware of records, team records, individual records. So, I know yung record ni Adornado at saka ni Lorenzo na 64 points. I know that. Pero, hindi pumasok sa mind ko na I have to break this, I have to do it. Hindi, wala. So, during that game against Alaska, uh, talagang, ano, uh, ang focus kasi ng Alaska nun is to press us. Eh. Uh, I think, if I remember it right, they're nag two 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 one two two one press sila, and uh, because our import then was uh, Terence Bailey, and napakagaling niya sa one on one eh. So as much as possible, ang, ang focus ng Alaska is kay Terence. So most of the time na open ako, kaya lang nung nung umiskoro ko ng medyo madami na nung the middle of the game, na shift sa akin ng focus ng defense. In fact. Uh, I think si Chambers guarded me also at one point para to stop me. Pero nandun na yung rhythm, nandun na yung flow, yung mga sinasabi ko nga sa yung screens ng teammate mo. Alam mo naman ang 
mga kasama ko, lalaki noon, ang, ang gagaling mag-set na screen, sina Abby King, di ba? So, uh, so, gano'n na nangyari. And then, I think, nung malapit na ako sa 60 points, uh, may nagsabi sa amin sa beds na, oy 60 points ka na or something, parang gano'n. So, alam ko na na, na malapit ko nang ma-break yung, ano, yung 64 points. Pero prior to that, parang ang mentality ko is, kasi alam ko, nakashoot na ako ng maraming 3 points ng middle of the game, ng second quarter and third quarter. Eh. Uh, alam ko ang record doon, 14 3 points kay Slaughter, Jose Slaughter, import ng Alaska before. That's the record sa, sa PBA, sa import. Uh, sa local, I think I had the record already, like 10 3 points na yan tayo. So parang ang goal ko, yung personal goal ko is to beat the 43 points of slaughter. Parang kasi ganoon ako eh, uh, every time there's a game o kaya a tournament o itong season na to, I set a goal since alam ko naman yung ibang ano, that's ano lang yun, sa sarili ko lang yun na uh, I'm not bragging it na, uy, magre-record ako, give me the ball. It's not like that. It's just in my mind na parang pag dumating, I'll, I'll grab it. I'll do it. So, ganun nga yung nangyari. November 2, uh, I broke the record of, uh, yun nga, Donato Florencio. And nung, talagang, alam ko, nung mag-60 points ako, uh, parang mga 2 points na lang yata yun. Eh. Parang na-break ko na yung record ng 14. Parang naka-15 points na ako. Okay na ako. Kaya lang may nagsabi, uy, 60 plus ka na. So, or 60 points ka na. Kaya binrate na rin namin yung 64 ng dalawa. That's, that's, that's the story. Yeah, I, it, um, I think this serves as motivation uh, when looking at the annuals. Uh. Yeah, oo. Ewan ko ba, uh, I have this, ano, kasi talagang every year may annual, may annual book ang PBA. So, talagang I tend to, ano, uh, read it and then observe. Tignan ko, ah, siya pala may record. Oh, ito pala, like, like, happened also na si Bogs Adornado also as the record sa consecutive free throws, di ba? Which is 69 points. Na-break ko din yun ng 76 when I was with San Miguel. So, ano eh, na napapalinya, I don't know if it's yung focus mo towards that, nasa mind mo, pero yung given the situation, parang ando ka na eh. Parang it's a good goal, you go for it. Good goal, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I I looked at the how how the progress of the record. So you broke it on on November two in nineteen eighty nine. Then Bong Alvarez broke it five months yeah. later uh, with seventy one. Did that serve as motivation again? Uh, almost a year later. Well, for the seventy nine. Well, not really. Na ano? Because the seventy nine. Points ko is, it happened eh. Parang, uh, di ba, every, everyone knows na mga nganak yung wife ko sa, uh, sa first child namin and I'm not supposed to, to play that game. Pero nangyari. So, pero nung, nung nandun na ako sa, ano, nandun na ako sa sitwasyon na uh, maganda yung nilaro ko ng second quarter. Actually, si Abby King ang nag-propose na, uy, gawa tayo ng record. Parang gano'n. Pero ang record na ibibreak namin is the 15 3 points ko. Not the record of Bong. Parang yun ang mentality namin. Ha? O break mo yung record mo na 15. Tingnan natin. So, kaya nga nung pagdating ng 17 3 points, nilabas pa ako eh. Kaya lang, sabi niya, sige, balik, balik. binalik ulit ako for a few minutes just to get the, ano, kasi I think para 70 plus na ako nung nilabas ako eh, 77 or something. It, so, it, it's not really to break Bong's record eh. It's to break my 15 point, uh, 15 three points record. And and you did. I think uh, 17 out of 19. I think uh, it was... No, uh, it is 17 out of 27. 27. Alright. Coach, um... Yeah. We, uh, I think it's 50, 50, 56%. That's still pretty good. <laughs> More than good. Uh, and, and there are many names for it. Um, you can call it you're in the zone, you're on fire, you're unconscious, 
And uh, I, I sent you an email about this. Um, there is a book called uh, Flow in Sports, which is written by uh, Susan Jackson and Mihaly. And uh, just to give our, our, um, our viewers on, on YouTube and our listeners on the podcast an idea what the book is about, um, the, the flow state is when, when you have games like the games that you had, like any, any shot that you throw up, uh, despite the defense, despite the challenges, it's a perfect storm. Everything seems to go well. And, and the book states that uh, you cannot will the, you know, to be on fire, but you can prepare yourself for that moment and embrace that moment when, when it comes. Uh, and in your career, you've had many, uh, you know, many, many such games, as, as we mentioned a couple. Uh, could I get your thoughts on this, on, on the flow state? I mean, it, can, it, it might have a different definition for you, but how would you define that when, when you've reached those uh, moments of excellence? Well, actually, I totally agree with that, with the author, na yung flow state. Uh, you, 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 will, you can feel it, eh. you will feel it uh, prior to the game. Eh, na. Kasi ako kasi, ang ritual ko is, before the game, uh, I see to it na I'm rested, uh, ito yung kinain ko, para pagdating ko sa game. At saka, ang importante sa akin is, I tend to visualize my uh, the game, uh, the upcoming game, alimbawa, the night before a game pa lang, I visualize already. Sino ba ang kalaman namin? Uh, sino ba ang mag-guardia sa akin? How can I score on them? Something like that is already in my mind. Uh, hanggang sa tumating yung game day, medyo tense pa nga ako niyan. Oo, every time na sa warm-up or sa dugout pa lang when we're doing the, the stretching, uh, medyo tense talaga ako doon. But once I started uh, perspiring, o kaya yung nag-surround robin, ayun, makukuha ko na yung groove ko. And then, yun nga, yung flow, it just... Let it flow eh. Para sa akin, parang... It just happened. Uh, it just happened. You, you will feel it eh. Bisan, may uh, moments na you take the shot, akala mo hindi papasok pero pumasok. And then you just grab that and go for it. Hanggang sa, uh, sabi ko nga sa yung mentality ko, being a scorer and a shooter, I have to deliver. So yung mindset ko talaga is towards that. So... Siguro, yung sinasabi nga ng author, I think it's, ano, you really have to work for it. You have to be prepared for it. Kasi pag dumating yun, it's just, ano, reflowing na siya. Parang uh, anywhere, parang yun nga, in the zone or whatever. Kahit ka nakapikit, kahit yung masyushoot mo, something like that. Coach, you mentioned your, your pre-game ritual. Uh, you get enough rest and, and you eat. You eat the same thing before, before uh, yeah. every game. Oh. Yeah, that's true. Alam mo, ang funny thing for me, uh, I can see players now, uh, they, they keep on ano, uh, building up yung mga carbo-loading, uh, like uh, if you're a first game or second game, they tend to eat in the dugout, heavy. Uh, I can't imagine myself doing that kasi nung araw, my last meal before a game is lunch. But heavy lunch, yeah heavy lunch, as in steak, corn, and rice. Tapos, uh, hindi na ako kakain yan before the game. Ang, ang problema ko nga minsan, if I'm we're playing second game, at nag-overtime ang first game, talagang gutom na gutom ako. I tend to, ano ba, yung chan ko medyo, ano, kaya uneasy rin ako. Pero once I get, ano, yung warmed up na, wala na mo, wala na siya. Yung kumasaan siya sabi ng second win or ano, okay na ako. After. Pero right after the game, yan, dyan akong gutom na ako. Kasi in my mind, pag kumain ako, hindi ako sluggish ako, feeling ko, pag kumain ako ng alimbawa, merienda or something uh, before the game, like an hour or two hours before the game, uneasy ako, parang I feel heavy, feeling ko, I might throw up. You, you know what I mean? Parang, kaya talagang mindset ko, kailangan mag-heavy ako. I don't know kung tama yun, pero ganun na, doon ako na sana yun. Eh. It worked. Yung ritual ko. <laughs> it worked. Yeah, it worked. 
if if the meal if is the same, well, could you share with us what the meal, what the what the special sauce in the meal was? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just steak, steak, corn, and rice. That's all. Okay. Alaga, yeah. Uh, I normally steak buy steaks <laughs> ng araw sa kas sa kas and carry. Yeah, bibili ako ng steak doon, tapos uh, the corn, tapos rice. That's it. Talagang walang sawa yun. Every game day, that's my meal. There's a, there's a lot of discipline that goes into that. It's, it's commendable. <laughs> Coach, you, um, could you, sh- in, 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 19, in 99, you transitioned to coaching with Hinebra. Could you tell us about that experience? Because almost as soon as retired, you went, you went directly into coaching. How was that experience for you? Oh, it's very hard. It's very challenging and very hard. Because, siguro, coaching is the second hardest job in basketball. First is referee. But, <laughs> coaching talaga. The pressure is really on you. So, when they offered me that, uh, that job, that, that, that coaching job, uh, I must say, I'm, I'm hesitant at first because eh, I'm not yet ready. But uh, parang I was given a choice because at that time, I was ano, picked by Red Bull sa dispersal draft. Uh, uh, I think playing assistant coach pa ako uh, So I had this choice kung gusto ko pa maglaro o mag-coach. Kasi I will leave San Miguel and I will play for Red Bull but I chose to stay and got this ano, this uh, coaching job even though alam ko na hindi pa ako talaga ready that time kasi I have no experience at all coaching wala akong mga inateran na mga clinics and everything basta nag-rely lang ako po sa experiences ko sa mga coaches na uh, under ako, all those good things na sa tingin ko makakatulong sa coaching career ko, yun yung ina-apply ko. And that time, Coach Ron Jacobs was there to guide me. So, mahirap talaga. Uh, pero there's a lot of frustrations. Uh, kasi, uh, modesty aside, nung player ako, pag sinabi ng coach sa akin, alam kaya mo bang gawin ito? Nagagawa ko, Yes, coach, pag sinabi ko, yes, coach, gagawin ko. Nagagawa ko. But nung nagko-coach na ako, when I asked the player, kaya mo bang gawin ito? Yes, coach. Tapos hindi nila nagagawa. So parang, it, nabab- nagkakaroon ako ng frustrations na parang hindi ko malaman kung paano kung maita-translate yun to a winning, ano, a winning game or a winning team. Parang sobrang taas ng expectations ko that time to the point na I got frustrated I got this guy instead of learning how to teach them or how to ano, kasi hindi naman lahat ng players pare-parehas pero parang that time dahil nga player ako ito yung experience ko ng player ako parang dapat kaya nyo rin yun nasa PBA na kaya parang ganun yung standard ko eh ng thinking but uh, I'm wrong kasi nga I'm talagang napaka bagito ko nun sa coaching. And then, eventually, ang, ang consolation ko dun, uh, naparating ko naman yung Ginebra sa finals, so hindi kami nag-champion, pero at least that's a good consolation uh, na kahit na paano, nadala ko sa finals. And then, through the years, dun ko na laman yung, ano, yung mga kulang ko yung nag-coach ako. When I became uh, team manager, tapos uh, naging assistant coach ako, uh, doon ko nakita yung mga kulang at saka I started attending mga clinics and seminars na and then eventually nadadagdagan na yung knowledge ko about ano, the whole concept of being a coach. Ano yung mga kulang, ito yung mga dapat kong ginawa and so on and so forth. So, through the years na, na ano ko yun, na, na-build ko yun, nagkaroon na ako ng foundation uh, but it's very hard. Talagang expectation is really high. Plus the fact na inebra pa yung inahawakan mong team. Uh, the most popular team. So, yeah. Expectation is really high. <laughs> yeah. So talagang I went through a lot. 
but uh, it's a learning ano, learning experience for me you mentioned the uh, coaching clinics uh, i have a story to share with you uh, before lasalle we actually met each other one time before that i was your seatmate during the tech winter uh, coaching clinic ah uh, really yes oh, okay. yeah so that's uh um coach Good could team, you yeah. uh, <laughs> Again, no, no, no. That's uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's been a while. <laughs> Could you share with you spent a lot of time with uh, Coach Ron Jacobs? Could you share? Uh, mm-hmm. um, there's a story come to mind uh, during your time with him that you can share with us. Uh, uh, si Coach Ron, because he's like uh, a second father to us. No, uh, talagang he put in us the dedication at sa kayong discipline. Uh, very disciplined coach yan. Uh, parang na-instill niya sa akin yung, yung how he do it sa, eh, yung, yung, yung mga, sa karir niya. No? Parang tinatranslate niya sa akin. Ginag-guide niya kami. And it's too bad. Noong 2002 nga, nagkaroon siya ng uh, accident or yung nagkaroon na, na stroke siya. Kaya uh, na-abrupt yung ano, yung guidance niya sa akin that time. Kasi those were the days na yung sinasabi ko yung transition ko. Kasi it's like 2001 when we won, when we entered the finals. Pagdating ng 2002, he got nagkaroon ng stroke. Tapos yung 2003 or 2004, doon nagkaroon ng changes sa, sa Hilebra. So I was kicked upstairs to be the team manager. And then eventually, uh, naging assistant coach ako uh, for how many years. So, yung marami ako natutunan kay Coach Ron, uh, the X and O's of basketball, uh, very scientific, uh, he introduces the, ano eh, yung, yung sistema ng motion offense na pass and cut, uh, and the double teaming, the trapping, and something, mga ganon. So, marami ako na-pick up sa kanya. Kaya lang, it's too bad, medyo yun yan. Coach, uh, we're going to go down memory lane again. And <laughs> the date is um, August 27, 2010. That's the day of uh, the NBA Asia Challenge in Araneta. Oh, okay. And uh, you're part of the, if I remember correctly, the red team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're part of the red team, and uh, your teammates were, I think, Gary Payton and Glenn Rice. And on the other squad, uh, Richie. Uh, Mitch Richmond. Yeah. Mitch Richmond and yeah. uh, Chris Weber. Uh, you, you played more than well uh, in, uh, in 24 minutes during that game. <laughs> I was actually in attendance also in that game. It was uh, very impressive. Uh, what is your memory um, of that game? Well, it's a fun game. Um, good, great experience for me, showcasing our, you know, the talent ng mga Pilipino to the NBA bets. But uh, it's more of uh, enjoying the game. Eh. It's just so happened na uh, I kept on hitting the trees. So talaga binigay nila sa akin ng binigay bola. And they even ano, enjoyed seeing it. Na, ano, even Richie Pram ano, asked for my signature sa jersey niya. So, telling that, I, I remember. You just hit the three. So, talagang, you just hit the three. He's yeah, yeah. Uh, marker to you. Uh, he signed before heading down court. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, talagang ano, uh, it's for the fans. At the same time, we're enjoying it. Kasi we're playing alongside with these guys. At saka, uh, nakikita mo na, na nag-e-enjoy din sila sa atin. Uh, yung experience nila here in the Philippines, eh, masaya. So, you, more, than the, ano, more than the result, more than the, the, the record, it's the camaraderie na naging close kayo sa dugout ka, naglulukohan kami, you know. Uh, parang very close talaga kami lahat. So, ayun, yun yung mas sinicherish ko dyan, eh, yung, yung experience na yun. Kaya nga, Uh, after so many years, bumalik si Glenn Rice dito, di ba? Para nagkaroon kami ng uh, recollection and yun, kumustahan and 
Kakatuhan. It's really fun. Coach, you've uh, represented the Philippines in a number of international competitions. Um, could you share with us a story, maybe a couple of stories that stand out during your time with the national team? Ako, madami ako story. I've been in the national team for sabi, walang 20 years. Eh. Yeah. So, maraming story. Pero off the record, pero pwedeng i-share. So, uh, siguro, <laughs> uh, one story siguro na pwede kong i-share is about the 1998 Asian Games. That's memorable for me because that was my last year na nag-represent ako sa Philippines as a player. Parang uh, naabutan ko, kasi during the span ng 20 years na yon, yung last year ko ngayon, dun lang ako nagkaroon ng chance to to, ano, to travel with the team and compete yung sa, sa isang tournament sa US. It's like a US tour uh, sa Midwest. Sa Midwest no? So, the, First time kong na-experience yun, mo, ang tagal kong naging national player. Pero first time kami nakapag-anaman ka katagal na parang 17 days or 15 days, we played like 12 games, something like that. Kasi talagang ano, very tiring. Kasi the first week, the first week, we went to the ano, USBA camp in uh, Eugene, Oregon. We trained there for uh, five days. Talagang naka- uh, Quarters kami doon, tapos doon kami nagpa-practice, tapos may allocated food na doon, tapos may mga speakers ng mga coaches. And then after that, travel na kami, different state. Uh, I think we played uh, some teams sa Big Ten. Uh, Big Ten, Big 12, sorry. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, so yun, ganun yung naging ano, uh, alis kami ng umaga, sakay kami sa bus, Travel kami ng mga 2 to 3 hanggang 4 hours. Along the way, pag may nakitang, uh, may nakitang outlet, kukonvince namin si Coach Team na doon na kami mag-lunch or mag-merienda. Yes, para, alam mo naman, syempre, parang ano yan, pag nakakita ka ng outlet, you want to go shopping. Eh, para okay. din yung mentality minsan ng mga players para mag-enjoy. Tapos, eh, sige, papayagan kami ni Coach. Uh, sige, uh, come back at the bus at 1 o'clock. Isa-isa na kami mabalik, tapos biyahe na kami. And then that afternoon, that late afternoon or early evening, we will play a game. Kung ansun sa kami po talaga sa Arkansas. Punta kami doon, lalaro. Then the following day, biyahe na naman kami. Punta naman kami halimbawa ng Oklahoma. And then we will play again that night. And so on and so forth. Ganun yung naging ano. And nung towards the end na nung ano namin, nung trip, no, nung tour namin, na-realize namin, yung bus na bus namin, punong-puno na ng mga gamit. Talagang as in, wala ka nang madadaanan kasi every stop, sa shopping kami, nag-naglagay sa bus. Hindi na kasi, hindi na kasi kami, nag, hindi na namin inaalis sa, sa bus yung, ano, yung gamit namin. We just take like a, a small bag, check-in kami sa hotel, tapos maglalaro, and then the following morning, check out. So, nandun yung maleta namin sa bus. And eventually, nung towards the end na naman, no, punong-puno na talaga siya. <laughs> so, that's one, one, one funny, ano. Kasi si Coach Tim talagang serious din yan, eh. Nagagalit siya pagka sumobra ka sa oras ng ano. Binigyan ka ng free time. Pag, pag sumobra ka, galit na galit na yan. So, that's one funny thing na, na ano ko. At least, bago ako mag-retire sa, sa international competition, experience ko yun. Uh, napakaganda experience. Kasi, uh, para sa akin kasi, for you to be successful or for you to increase your confidence, importante yung ano yung exposure abroad. Kasi, makakapag-compete ka at a higher level eh. So, pagbalik mo dito sa Pilipinas, parang ang feeling mo, you're superior than them. Kasi, mas malalaki at mas malal- magagaling yung binantayan ko dito. Nanalo pa kami. Pagdating ko dito, pare-parehas lang tayo. So you can, yung, yung maturity mo, yung confidence level mo, tumataas because of those uh, international experiences. So that's, that's one thing na... Yeah. higher confidence. Yeah. yeah, that's true. And then one more thing, ha? meron pa akong isa. 
1986 Asian Games. Asian Games ulit under Jolly pa. The Golden Bronze. <coughs> so, that team, nung after makapag-bronze kami, pagbalik namin ng Pilipinas, I think Samboy Lim and uh, Elmer Reyes will third pro na that time. I think sa third conference, papasok na sila under San Miguel. Dapat kasama na ako doon eh. Mag-join na rin ako. But, Nito po yan and uh, Mr. Moyeng Martellino na hindi, i-retain natin itong core ng team para mag-represent kayo sa RPU kasi that time, 1986, December, the Philippines is the host or was the host na mag-ano, mag, mag uh, Asian youth. Eh sabi ko, ba, hindi pa ako nag-youth. That's my, one of my, ano, uh, dream na makasama ako sa RPU kasi ako, from ASEAN school youth, Dapat RP Youth muna and then men's team. Tumalo na ako sa men's team kagad that time uh, from 1982 to 1984. Naakit na kagad ako sa men's team, yung NCC team. So hindi ako dumaan noong 1984 sa youth. Kaya sabi nila, pwede ka pa sa 1986 youth. Hindi, ganun nga nangyari. Yung core ng team, we retained, we went to Guam, uh, played uh, a tournament there, yung Guam Friendship Tournament and di pa nagsa-champion ng Philippines before that. So, nag-champion kami doon. So, tuwan-tuwa kami. Talagang high ano kami, moral na tinalo namin Korea at saka Anderson University. Ah, Anderson, uh, ano, yung base, yung mga military. So, pagbalik namin dito, ano na yon mga few months na lang o two months na lang, ano na, uh, ABI youth na, uh, Asian youth. Eh, kaso, we only we found out na ineligible pala kami lahat because overage na. So, ang nangyari, nag-resign kaming labing isa. 11 players resigned. Ang natira lang si Benji Paras. Kasi siya lang yung legit na 20 and below. So, ang nangyari, they formed a new team. Doon pumasok si Nelson Sahitono, si Bob Alvarez, si Joey Guanyo. I think, ha, yun yung time na yun. Kaya, naiwan ako sa Sa amateur rank, kasi yung mga kasama ko, umakit na ng PDA, ako naiwan ako ng one conference dahil supposedly nalaro ko dun sa youth, hindi, na, hindi naman nakalaro. So, the following year, that's the time na uh, no, I went to the So, nakakatuwa rin kasi yung grupo namin na yan, yung 86 group na yan. Para rin kami magkakapatid yan, naka-quarters kami sa CRISPA quarters nun kasi si Boss Danny Floro is one of the uh, manager namin. And saka si Butch, uh, ano, uh, manager ng FDU, si Shell sila yung nag-handle sa team namin. So, kaya maganda yung samahan. Uh, at least kahit na pa, no, naka-bronze kami. Tapos, yun niya, uh, after na ng PBA. Coach, thanks for sharing those stories. I have a couple of more Marami pa eh, pero tama na yung dalawa na yan. <laughs> See, marami pa akong i-share pero tama na yung dalawa. <laughs> I have a couple of more questions before I let you go. I know um, you're going to be watching the last dance. <laughs> uh, Coach Alan, given your time in the UAP, the PBA, and with the national team, could you kindly give me five qualities that a basketball player should possess in order to be successful? Well, number one, you have to be coachable. No? Uh, that's one thing. Eh. Uh, kailangan, you, you have to respect the coach and kung ano yung sistema, uh, kung ano yung role mo. You have to embrace it. So, you, number one is coachable. You have to be coachable. Then second, of course, added factor yun if you have the basketball smarts. Eh. Yung IQ mo medyo madali kang pumikap, madali ano. So, that's one. So, easily you can go around different systems pag mataas ang basketball smarts mo, basketball IQ. And then of course, the three Ds na lagi yung sinasabi, discipline, determination, and dedication. So, yun yung limang yun sa tingin ko ang traits o qualities na kailangan mo para for you to be successful player. Um, because of your unique position, having been a player and currently a coach, could you also give me your five uh, 
the five qualities that a coach should possess para maging successful siya? Well, number one siguro is uh, you have to be a good motivator or communicator. You have to be a good teacher. Eh. Uh, that's one thing siguro na nagkulang sa akin early going uh, malaking bagay yung ano eh yung, yung ma-motivate mo yung players to play their best and then siguro second meron ka dapat patience uh, kasi barring for you it's easy but sa isang player ang hirap so you really need to teach him para maaka-adapt siya doon sa sistema o sa gusto mong ipagawa so that's one good thing and then second and third siguro you have to be a good listener also ah uh, Parang you listen to the ano the players kung may problema kung ano yung dapat adjustment you listen to their assistant coaches you have to be open hindi pwede yung ako ang coach eh I don't care ako bahal yung sarili mo niska dapat you have to have an open ear then na na adent ano rin sa yon so yon and then siguro knowing the players for you to ano uh, para irespeto kanila you should know the players more uh, it's it's like yung communication yung yung relationship with the player that's very important uh, kasi mostly di ba pagka may player na hindi nagamit o merong player na ano they tend to shy away from you dahil ang focus mo lang talaga is to win and to ano to prepare to win and expect them to deliver. So, nagkakaroon ng ano yan eh, ng distance yung coach at saka yung player. That's where the assistant coach in the middle, sila yung nag-pupul nag, uh, ng both ends together eh, ng bridge, di ba? So, nakita ko yan eh, nung nagko-coach ako eh. Parang, misan, yung coach ang nagiging bad guy, yung assistant coach ang good guy kasi siya yung mag-ano sa player to, ano, di ba? To bridge the problem whatever so it's very important to know your players and you know get their respect for you to be respected that, that's another thing and probably lastly is the focus uh talagang yung mindset mo nandun uh, yung whole program mo yung sistema mo yung whatever you want to accomplish kailangan right track yung mind mo so yun thanks for that coach my last my last question is once uh, things settle down and things go back to the way they're supposed to be, what's the, what's the next move for Alan Kaidit? Uh, you know, for the last three years, I've been busy in helping some young kids, no? Uh, in, to improve their shooting, uh, more of a personal shooting coach for the last three years to three or four years. Uh, alam mo, when I'm doing that, nakita ko yung ano eh, parang may mga players akong nakita na talagang they really need guidance for them to succeed, for them to ano. Magagaling na, pero konting push pa, talagang umaangat sila. So nakita ko doon, uh, it's a, an enlightenment on my part na baka mas makatulong pa ako in some other ways eh. Like you know, alba, number one, siguro. Kung makakabalik ako sa mainstream sa basketball, sa PBA, why not? Uh, pwede rin akong makatulong sa GILAS program kung given the opportunity sa mga young kids kung papano. Kasi definitely mag improve ang percentage nila or yung confidence level. Kasi somehow I can share with them my experiences, my techniques, my secrets. Some might say, eh, hindi naman textbook perfect form yung tira mo eh. Pero it's effective. Hindi ba modesty aside? It's effective. You, so, you cannot question that na hindi mo pwedeng ganito, ganyan. So, may mga approach ako sa mga players ko na nakita ko nakatulong sa, sa start ng karir nila. And yun yung naging ano ko sa akin eh, na enlightenment na, oh, baka makatulong ka sa, ano, sa national team or sa PBA team. I'm more than willing to help uh, given the uh, so yun yung parang mindset ko ngayon. Uh, may mga ideas din ako na yun nga, to enhance my uh, shooting ano pa yung expertise, di ba yung, yung minsan kasi 
mag-rely ka dun sa experience mo, dun sa secrets mo. But sabi ko nga, for you to be a good coach, di ba? Kailangan listener ka rin. So baka meron ka ma-pick up dito, here or there, di ba? So you really have to be open to that idea. So yun, yun yun sa akin. Given the opportunity, I'm more than willing to help and not just here. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. I think you'll be a great addition to the national team in that capacity. So, how can um, how can people get how, how can they follow you in social media? Uh, yeah, I have this. Uh, well, I have the, an IG account, the Triggerman, uh, and sa, sa Facebook naman I have my name ko naman Alan Vito Flores Cading, so ando naman siya. So but ang, ang, ang point ko dito kasi is uh, marami ako nakikita kasi na o oh, marami ako naririnig na comments na kasi sa PBA hindi mo masyadong marirealize yung mga comments na yun na oh nagmiss a three points nagmiss a free throw sayang sa narirealize mo yon sa ano eh pag international game di ba like kalimbawa natalo tayo sa close game sa isang ba, sa Korea or sa sa China And we miss so many free throws. We miss so many three-point shots. So, dun ka nagkakaroon ng ano eh, ng frustrations na sana to the shit yun. Makalanano tayo. Ito na buwan the game. Ang reality kasi sa nakikita ko, I might be wrong, pero this is my observation. Yung transformation kasi ng basketball o yung evolution ng basketball ngayon, talagang sobrang taas ng competition, sobrang naging uh, scientific masyadong approach. The coaches nowadays, uh, the three hours of practice every day, they tend to focus on so many things eh, na kailangang mailagay mo sa sistema na matutunan ng players. Eh. A little of everything. You, know, you have to put the defense, you have to put the offense, the, uh, the skills, whatever. Andyan yan. And nakakaliktaan yung ano, yung sabi may nagtanong nga sa akin before uh, yung shooting parang lost uh, lost art na eh But, oo so parang bakit kasi may mga tendency na kinakapos na sa oras dun sa regular practice time ng isang team yung shooting kasi pag ang shooting is muscle memory you have to uh, more shots uh, more opportunity for you to increase your percentage di ba Repetition is very important. So, kung mag-spend ka ng 30 minutes or one hour for those players, maubos yung time mo. If you're the coach, maubos yung time mo to teach the defensive philosophy, the system, the offense, something like that. So, ang nangyayari, pinababayaan na yun sa player on your own. And most players nowadays, nakikita ko, sorry ha, but but, They tend to, ano, parang feel complacent already, especially during the PBA. Na a shooter na ako, na kasiut na ako ng one hundred shots, okay na yun. There's so many things na gagawin pa ako. Para sa akin kasi, wag kang makontento to sa mga naachimoy, o wag kang don't be contented to do sa mga you keep on ano aiming high, set a goal, set a goal, and who knows? Baka by that time, ma break new record nito or what or You help the team win a championship, something like that. Parang dapat yung mindset ng players, especially yung mga nasa PBA na, huwag sila makontento ng ano. Keep on, kasi kami ako, I'm 56, turning 57. Kung gusto nga makapaglaro pa sa PBA, maglalaro ako eh. But hanggang ilan lang naman yung span ng ano natin, ng karir natin. So para sa akin, yung mga players ngayon sa PBA, they have to, Squeeze whatever they can squeeze there. Push themselves para makapag-produce sila ng mas magandang outcome. So yun, yun yung parang overall analysis ko dyan sa... They have to set their goals higher? Like expectations? Yes. Yeah. Coach, would you like to give a parting message to all of your fans? who well, to, uh, watch us on YouTube and uh, on, on, on the podcast. 
Hi, hello everyone. Uh, thank, una sa lahat, thank you for having me here, uh, Dr. Ted. It's been a while na kita tayo. And it's nice to catch up with you here sa, sa Zoom. And to all the fans na basketball as a whole, uh, alam ko talagang minsan napoprustrate tayo sa mga sitwasyon na nangyayari uh, about uh, the, the national team or PBA or whatever. Basta ano lang tayo, let's keep supporting the, the, the team, lalo na itong Gilas program, no, Gilas team. Kasi I believe na kahit sinong mailagay na coach yan, mapa international professional, international or local, uh, no, foreign coach or local coach, let's support them. And in whatever way we can, you know. And uh, yun, hoping na mas maging Maganda pa ang ano natin ngayon, itong COVID-19 at pandemic, eh, matapos na para we can go back to normal. And I hope everyone will be safe and healthy. And yun lang, uh, hopefully na maibalik na sa new normal. That's all. Coach Alan, thank you so much again for spending the evening with us and sharing I thank and your uh, and your knowledge. Oh, thank you so much, uh, Doctor. It's a pleasure to you have you in person after things go back to normal, Coach. I know, I know. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you and good night. The Tele Thirty One podcast would like to thank tonight's guest, Coach Alan Kaidik. You can follow him on Instagram at Triggerman. T R G G R M M. The Teddy 31 podcast is a production of Teddy 31 Inc. Copyright 2020. Stay home, stay safe. That's a wrap.